Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 149. I want to ask you to do something for me to help celebrate our 150th episode next week. What I want you to do, if you have enjoyed this podcast, if you've gotten anything out of this podcast, please make sure you're subscribed, leave a five-star review, click the like button, tell the people in your life that you care about about this podcast. Help me get this out there to more people. I want to keep providing this, and the best way you can help me do that is to help spread the word. Speaking of our 150th episode, I am excited for this one. I think it's going to be really good, so make sure you tune in for that. Today, I want to talk to you about something that is near and dear to my heart. That's because this is the type of pain that happens to people with big hearts. And I suspect that is most of you. And when people with big hearts experience this type of pain, they take it very personally. And when they take it personally, their self-esteem suffers, their confidence suffers, their internal dialogue gets worse, and that wound remains open. What I'm talking about is when you try to give somebody love or support or your friendship Maybe you're trying to have a romantic relationship with them and they just seem to hurt you and break your trust and leave you time and time again. I want to help you understand this on a deeper level so that the pain can stop. Let's paint a scenario. You're in a romantic relationship. You know this person's not perfect, but you love them. And you want to love them enough that they can start loving themselves. And you're hoping that eventually they're going to start loving you too. Sometimes maybe you get a glimpse of who this person could be. And maybe even say to yourself, that's their true self. That's who they really are. And I want to spend more time with that version of them. But more often than not, the person that they present to you is somebody who is indifferent, careless, selfish, cruel even, and you know you're loving them to the best of your ability, and you start to wonder, what's wrong with you that they aren't loving you back? Why aren't you enough? Why aren't you good enough? Why isn't saving your relationship worth it to them to show up differently or try harder? And your love for yourself starts to diminish, and your confidence suffers, and maybe even the way you treat yourself starts to suffer as you try to become more selfless, more giving in an attempt to help them heal or see you or for you to be considered valuable and worth it. And it never seems to work. It never seems to be enough. You are never enough. Have you had this experience? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to explain to you what's actually happening here, but in order to do that, I'm going to paint a picture. Imagine somebody has a small booth at a business bazaar, and they have some items for sale. And you come up and you try to buy an item, you see something that you like, 
and you want to pay for it, and they start trying to talk you out of it. You don't want that. It's really not that good. I actually think I messed up on that one. And you push and you say, no, I really do want to buy this item. And you're looking at it and in your mind, you're thinking, this is at least a $25 item. This item has some value. But they say to you, "Eh, well, um, two bucks. And so you ask them, are you sure? Are you sure this is only $2? And they say, yeah, yeah, I think that that piece is probably only worth $2. So you give them the $2 and you walk away. Now imagine it's towards the end of this business bazaar and they've accumulated whatever they've earned throughout the day and they want to go buy something. But because they've talked people out of spending money at their booth and they've shortchanged themselves repeatedly, they don't have very much money to spend. Where they could have had $350, they're only walking around with about 15 So they go around and they're looking at what other people have and they come up to your booth now. And they see something at your booth and they want it. And they let you know that they want it. And you let them know that's a $50 item. And they know they want it. And they know they can't afford it. And they feel ashamed of this. And so their solution is to use the same tactics on you that they were using on themselves. So they might start saying something to you like, this is almost done anyways. Nobody else is going to come by and buy this. So you might as well sell it to me. Or they might say something like, I don't think that looks like it's worth 50. It doesn't even look that well made. You should be glad I'm offering you 15 for it. And you're trying to be a nice person and you feel bad for them because you know you bought an item from them for way less than it was worth. So you're engaging in this conversation with them, which gives them an opening to continue. So they start saying, you see this little imperfection here and you see how this doesn't look really professionally made. I feel like I could get something better than this at Target. And now you're starting to doubt your own skill and craftsmanship. You're starting to wonder if they're right, if maybe it does make more sense to just let them have it for cheap because it is the end of the bazaar. And maybe you even give in and let them take it. No matter how that interaction ends, you are probably now second-guessing yourself, doubting yourself a little bit, scrutinizing your work a little bit closer, running your numbers in your head again, going over your pricing, and you're not feeling so great. What you should have done the second they didn't want to honor your price and your craftsmanship is end the conversation, not give them an opening to cause damage. But you're a kind person. You care about them. You saw the skill. You saw the potential that they have. You wanted to lift them up. You wanted to offer encouragement. And so you opened yourself up to hurt. Now, I give you this example with money because it is so much easier to see this with money than it is to see it with emotions. However, this is a really good example of emotionally what is going on in these damaging relationships that you're in that are hurting your self-esteem. They do not view themselves very well. They don't think that they're capable. They don't think they can be better. They don't see their own value. And so they are shortchanging themselves, even if you are offering them compliments, love, community, companionship, they're not going to receive it. You're pouring out and it is not being picked up. And that feels like rejection, right? It makes you wonder if you are good enough or worth it or putting in enough effort. And then what happens next? They don't have anything in their emotional bank. Because they are not receiving, 
They don't have anything to spend. But you are believing you're in a relationship. You are trying to build something with this person. And so you naturally want something in exchange. You want them to give back to you. There isn't anything there. And there's shame or self-hatred or self-blame or embarrassment causes them to try to protect themselves, to make it seem like it's not that big of a deal that they don't have anything to give, to make them feel less like a bad guy for not reciprocating what you're offering. And so what do they do? They withdraw, meaning they pull away from you, they don't engage with you, they don't respond to you, or they attack. So now all your efforts, all your giving, all the love and patience and support you have poured into this person is being rewarded with insults, with put-downs, with attacks on your self-esteem. Now where things go so much worse is when you start to make all of this mean something about you. And that's what you do, right? You internalize it, you self-analyze, and then you self-deprecate. So let's go back to our business bazaar for just a moment. And imagine you've walked up to this booth and you see these items that look like they're worth at least $25 and you offer to buy one and ask the price and the vendor immediately starts trying to convince you not to buy it or downplaying the price or shortchanging themselves, obviously, on what the item is worth. What you can do is let them know, I think you actually have some really great items here and maybe you should reconsider your price. Wish them a good day and then you walk away. When they show up at your booth later, you have not spent money with them. You have not agreed by spending $2 that their $25 item is really only worth 2 You have not confirmed their own fear and self-hatred. So their interaction with you is going to start out different anyway. And the second that they don't want to appreciate the value of the items you're offering, you end the discussion, you wish them a good day, you don't engage anymore, right? This makes sense in a business bazaar setting. So what does this look like emotionally in your relationships? I'm going to start by addressing one of the biggest arguments that I hear when it comes to this. But I see they have so much potential. I see who they could be. I see how much they're hurting. It's beautiful that you see they have potential. And it's beautiful that you are able to be aware of how much they're hurting. And And you cannot do anything about that because you cannot love them out of it. You cannot love them out of it because they cannot receive the love. Make sense? If they could receive the love, you could love them out of it, but then they wouldn't be in this position in the first place. What you can do is let them know, I see so much potential in you. And if you're ever ready to explore that, I would love to be a part of that journey with you. Let them know, hey, don't lose my number. If you're ever ready to reach out, you give me a call. That is how we love them where they're at. If you are trying to pour into somebody who is not loving themselves and who cannot receive your love or your compliments or your acts of service, you are only damaging yourself. You are doing incredible harm to you. Now you might be wondering, but how can I know that they're not able to receive the love that I'm pouring into them? If they were receiving the love, they would have love in their bank to pour back into you. Let's go back to that business bazaar. If you went and spent $25 on that item 
and he was charging everybody else $25 for those items, when he came to you wanting that $50 item, he would have $50. You see how this works? So if you're pouring into somebody and you're wondering, are they receiving this though? Is it working? Maybe I should just keep going. The answer will be in whether or not they are pouring back into you. If you are receiving love from them, if you are receiving care and consideration and compromise and communication and intimacy from them, then they are receiving your love. If you are not receiving those things, they are not receiving your love. You're letting it pour out of you and it is going nowhere. Now, they might try to excuse this away by saying, no, when I do this one thing, that is me trying to show you I love you. Or when I show up this way, that is me trying to say I care. If they cannot navigate how to show up in a way that you can feel it healthily, you feel it, not intellectually, you know that's their form of caring, it's not working. You need to get healthier, or they need to get healthier, or both of you need to get healthier. Are you hearing me on this one? So the big takeaway today is this. If your self-esteem is suffering, if your self-worth is incredibly diminished because you have been pouring into somebody, because you have been trying to be loving and supportive and uplifting and complimentary, and it isn't working, And you have been taking that to mean you are not good enough. You are not worthy. You are not worth saving a relationship with. You aren't good enough, pretty enough, young enough, smart enough, rich enough, interesting enough. I want you to see the lie in that narrative. It has nothing to do with you. They may actually think you are pretty great. Thinking you are great does not make them able to receive love from you. In fact, it might make it harder to receive love from you. And it certainly doesn't make them capable of giving love to you. This is a them problem. Your goal this week is to notice what people and relationships you are pouring into where you are not getting a return on your investment. Notice which of these relationships are hurting your self-esteem and the way that you view yourself. We can love people without pouring into them. I want you to keep that in mind because ultimately you will reach a place where you can no longer pour into anybody else. Your children, you won't be able to pour into them if your self-esteem gets damaged to the point where you have nothing left to give because you were trying to pour into a partner or somebody else who just kept damaging you. Thank you for being here this week, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye.